shocked if I put on something more comfortable. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Say hello to my little friend! Keep your friends close. Put your enemies close. Houston, we have a problem. What we've got here is... The Sadie has no friends. Except, except Sean. Podcast! Uh, hey everybody, this is Sadie. Welcome to Sadie Has No Friends Except For Sean. Episode number 13. Lucky number 13. Taylor Swift's favorite number. She said it at the Grammys. <laughs> and this is why this is so weird, because unless, you know, you're probably already like totally Taylor Swifted out. And I know we're past the Super Bowl <laughs> by a few days, but we're always late to the game. Let's talk. Let's talk Super Bowl. Can we talk about Taylor for just a second, though? Because I feel like you have to be like it's more divided than politics in our country at this point. Mm -hmm. I feel like I either have to be anti like I have to hate on everything that is Taylor Swift and I'm pissed that she was on my screen during the Super Bowl or yeah. I have to be a full on Swifty and I have to back her up. Why can't there be a gray area where I'm just like, I, it didn't really bug me. I didn't care. I didn't get excited, it, but it didn't make me mad. I'm not going to lie. I'm disgusting. I thought it was I thought it made it more exciting when they I know. And I, listen, I couldn't say this during because my parents were over watching it. And my my mom is one of the people that's like she's taking away from the game. And I'm like, I don't think she's taking. But every time she'd come on screen, my mom would be like, no one cares. But secretly, I cared. I was like, oh, look at that. They're having so much fun up there. The thing about it to me is it's just not that interesting, I guess. Like, they can yeah. show other celebrities, and I just don't get interested in it. They're sitting there watching the football game. She <laughs> is extra at all times. That's one thing that I'll say. Whether yeah. it be at the award shows where she's the only one at all standing up and dancing, or she's always saying, oh, my God. You can read her lips, and she's always saying, oh, my God. Every time there's a play that happens in the game, it's extra, and I wouldn't want to be around her personally, but – the five seconds well, on the screen is whatever. Okay, so I wasn't going to get into the extraness because you don't want to piss off Swifty people. I like <laughs> Taylor Swift. Um, and so, listen, I think she's amazing. But I do, I did find it weird watching the Grammys and she was the only one standing up like the whole time. Like, I really feel like if I were in the Grammys audience, I would just be staring at her going, look at her. She's just dancing away. She's the only one standing and she's dancing away. And I felt that to be odd. When I first saw the pictures, I'm like, oh, a bunch of people must have been standing. And then I saw like an overall picture of the room and she's literally and it's like song after song. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Because Do you're you taking away from that artist Then I feel like. Yeah, especially when you're Taylor Swift. Like, if you're yeah. just some rando that is super excited and you're the only one standing up and dancing, then people are like, all right, they really like this person. But when you're Taylor Swift, everybody's yeah. watching. And so it does take away. Do you think that do you think it's like an act or do you think she's actually always like super extra like that? Well, I brought this conspiracy theory to Ryan just last night. I said, Ryan, do you think and this is a deep state conspiracy, but do you think the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift relationship, it, it's like all anyone's talking about when it comes to the sports world, when it comes to the pop world, it's a phenomenon. Do you, because for years past, we've seen people pissed off because people are kneeling during the anthem and people are not standing and they're not, you know, and, and, it's just kind of been like people have really boycotted watching football. 
And then I read this morning that the Super Bowl, they're finding out it, it was the highest rated show in history with 123 million people. That was only in America. They said well over 200 million around the world. Oh, really? It, it's by yeah. far like it's not even close. And you know why? It's it's because she's gotten women who wouldn't normally watch the game interested in the game. And, and like not- like teenage girls, yeah. too. Yep. Yeah. And it is like this. It is like a beautiful fairy tale. Like she won a Grammy on Sunday and a week ago, the boyfriend wins the Super Bowl. (laughs) I mean, like this is we are watching a real life fairy tale. The thing about um, it to me is like I'm trying to think of something that my wife really enjoys watching that I don't watch. And if my favorite superstar in the world happened to be on that for five seconds at a time where it was just a shot of them in the crowd it wouldn't inspire me to watch it. So that's why it's crazy to me that all of these women and all of these Swifties are flocking to watch football all of a sudden when she's not really a part of it. Yeah, but she became a huge part of it, like watching the pregame stuff. The announcer at one point was like, she is in the building. She is in the building. (laughs) But why? Why is that interesting? I can't wrap my head around it. You're watching her watch a football game that if it was a concert, she was performing. I get why people tune in. But if you're tuning in only because she's there watching Travis, it doesn't make sense to me. I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, there are so many theories out there. I I think it's adorable. Ryan doesn't agree. He's like, no, I don't think it's a fake thing. But wouldn't that be an insanely clever I mean, they'd really have to go all in with these two people and be like, you got to sell it. You are in love. It would make sense for Travis to me because he was a he was a star football player. He wasn't a superstar football player. He made millions of dollars, but he didn't make hundreds of millions of dollars. And so I could see him buying in. She's the biggest pop star in the world. She doesn't need any more publicity. She doesn't need any more money. I don't think how do you get her to buy in to a. Because I don't think you can have enough publicity. And I think that Taylor runs on the fuel of what many women run on, including myself, which is you screwed me over and you told me I can't do it. So I'm going to be the best at everything that I do. So I don't think she will ever feel like she is. But she will never stop taking opportunities because every opportunity is a way to say, screw you to somebody, you know, who said no. I do you're see what you're enough. saying, but I don't I don't I don't buy the conspiracy that it's set up. I think it's for real. Although she was chugging her wine. At one point they put her on the big screen at the game and she like full on chug-a-lugged her her wine. And so maybe that is her like, man, I have to cover up all of this. I don't want to be a part of it. I gotta get hammered. Travis is gonna try to kiss me later. <laughs> He's got that big old bushy beard. Speaking of Travis, though, can yeah. we stay can we stay on the Super Bowl subject for just a second? Yeah. Uh, So like the whole Internet still days after the Super Bowl is sharing the meme or the video of him getting all fired up and running into his 70 year old coach. Oh, yes. And it hasn't been explained unless I mean, listen, I don't watch ESPN, so maybe it has been explained. And I just it has both of them right after the game said that it was nothing. There was the heat of the moment. Travis wanted to be in the game. It was a running play. He's not a great blocker. And so he wasn't in the game, but it's the Super Bowl. So he was extra fired up and just got mad. He he went to the he went to the boss. 
Yeah, his lady's there. Doesn't but could you ha- ever go to your boss like that? Like, think about all of the bosses you've had in your life. I'm thinking about all of my bosses or my parents or somebody that's a coach figure in our lives because we don't play football. And I can't, if I go up to them and I chest bump them and I start screaming in their face, I'm one, either going to get fired or sent to HR or two, probably like have charges pressed on me. Yeah, but the thing about it is it's upside down world when you're famous and you're rich and they need him. He Andy Reid needs Travis Kelsey more than Travis Kelsey needs Andy Reid. So he's going to like now you and I go bump up on a boss and they're like, you're fired. <laughs> We're like, huh? Because we are not Travis Kelsey caliber. Okay, I've had bosses that were gay and they would like me to bump up on them. Let me just say. So there was, there's a couple that come to mind. One, John, I find it, I find it odd. You always bring up dudes that hit on you. It's I like, get hit on more by dudes than girls. It's a fact. It really is. I think so my weird. wife likes it that way too. She gets pissed when girls hit on me, but when dudes hit on me, she's just like, ah, we were at PF Chang's recently and we had a gay waiter and he was the best waiter ever. So kind and so nice. And he like almost became our friend throughout the dinner. And at the end of the night, he's saying bye to all of us. The kids are all there. He knows I have kids and a wife clearly. And he just starts rubbing on my back. And Shannon is just like about to crawl under the table laughing so hard. But if a chick would have done that to me, she would have beat her ass. <laughs> oh, my God, Sean. I know so many people who have a crush on Sean. It's the most bizarre thing because people have asked me, like, don't you think he's really hot? And I'm like, no, not really. I mean, I look at him like a brother. I don't think he's like Quasimodo. But I mean, like, he's not on GQ either. Neither of us are. That's why we're not meant to be seen in this way. But I could be on GQ if I wore the sweaters that my wife got me for Christmas every year. Right. Quit killing my dream. But what I'm saying is I thought it was so sad that he pushed him 70 years old. And doesn't he have like um, diabetes where you can tell he has <laughs> no, listen, you don't know. You're making that up. You're assuming. He no, he diabetes. does. Because if you I swear now I got to look it up, because if you look at his ankles and his legs, they're not yeah, right. They're, they're, they they're look chubby. like hot dogs. They well, look- yeah, he, okay. that's what chubby people have. What disease? Does Coach Reed have? And you're going to feel really dumb. Reed have. Okay. Did you figure it out? Well, first of all, first thing that comes up, Chiefs Andy Reed in stable condition. So no big deal. I'm sure he's had a heart attack before. (laughs) He's had like a double, triple bypass. And no, sorry. He's a Mormon. Yeah, I did know that they were part of the LDS church. I did, I know did that. not know and that. They had a, they've had a lot of trouble with their kids. One of them passed away um, under some sort oh, of yeah. circumstance that wasn't good. And he's had one of them might be in jail or something. I, we're spreading rumors about Andy Reid right now without positive information. I don't even know. But I know he's, he's had trouble with his kids for sure. But you just made up that he has diabetes. And I hope he listens to this <laughs> podcast and sues your ass for defamation. You know what? This is the problem it. is I saw, oh, uh, this is the problem. I saw on social media, somebody's like, it's so gross of Travis Kelsey to push this man because he's old and he has diabetes. And I'm like, oh my God, he has diabetes. And uh, so then I'm looking <laughs> he at- He kind of looks like the diabetes guy, by the way. <laughs> diabetes. Um, that was another- 
purchase that I made a T-shirt with Wilford Brimley and it says yeah. diabetes. <laughs> Thought it was hilarious at one time. And then, you know, you come out of that fog and you're like, that ain't very funny at all. Yeah. And I've never found a place to wear it. Anyway, back to Andy Reid suffering from diabetes. <laughs> Go ahead. I interrupted you rudely, but I needed to get the Wilford Brindley reference in there to make sure that people knew. Well, um, they could be brothers or long lost cousins or something. They have the well, same mustache. Wilford Brindley died. Oh, well, you can still have a cousin old. that's dead. Yeah, that's true. That he has Andy Reid does have a twin brother. Does he? You Go know so much about Andy Reid. Well, I just Googled him to obsession? see. What, <laughs> no, I just Googled to see what disease he has. And, and then, you know, it's got all these like, you should ask this question. Andy Reid's twin brother is named Reggie Reid. Huh. Andy and Reggie, those cannot be two more polar opposite names. Andy is like an accountant and Reggie like raps to you. It sounds like he would be a rapper. Yeah, right? Like a cool dude. Can I defend Travis Kelsey for just a second, though? I'm going to start by saying that I think he's a punk ass bitch. I think that I think <laughs> oh on, Travis Kelsey is a punk. Have you watched him, though? Like outside of this game, have you watched him? He'll get up after he makes a catch and he just acts a fool. He yells at guys. He like stands over him. He's always talking crap. I don't like that kind of player. And there's there's players like that on every team. But can but I break Travis, in on Travis that? Kelsey's a, he's yeah, he's a punk, but okay. I'm going to defend him. But break in. Okay, I'm going to break in by saying I called that he was a punk because he used to have a reality show on E that would, they were trying to do like a spinoff of The Bachelor. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Taylor, honey, you need to go look. It's called it was called uh, Chasing Kelsey or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember it vaguely. Yeah. And it um, and I watched it and I was like, this guy's such an asshole. He was just an asshole to all the girls and he was just so then when i found out they were i'm like taylor swift she's too pure that all she's got to do is watch that one season and how he treats all them women and she would totally be turned off but i don't know i guess i'm proved wrong well now let me defend him in the andy reed situation it would probably be hard to be a world-class athlete right somebody who's you're you're in the best shape of anyone in the world. You're making millions of dollars. And now you've got Wilford Brimley out there on the football field who can't even barely walk. Because of his diabetes, possibly not proven. Correct. He's yelling at you and screaming at you every day. And I I don't know what kind of coach Andy Reid is, but he's always in your face yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling. And you probably get to a breaking point where like, dude, I've been working my ass off for you in practice every single day. And now it's the Super Bowl and I want to be out there and I'm not out there. And he's fired up. He didn't push him. He didn't tackle him. He didn't try to hit him. He just got in his face. He got in his face. But I think it took it took Wilford Brimley by surprise because he like backed up like I kind of wish in in retrospect I wish he would have fallen over and like rolled around (laughs) like Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) If he would have rolled around like Humpty Dumpty and it looked like you had a a situation over there, Travis Kelsey might have gotten canceled. And as a Broncos fan, there would be nothing better to me than having a punk ass on the Chiefs get canceled. Mm. Oh, I wish he would have hit him just a tad bit harder. I'm not saying I wish Andy Reid would have gotten hurt. I just wish he would have fallen down and rolled around <laughs> a little bit. Soft and, then, grass. Yeah. and then he couldn't get up like a turtle situation. <laughs> yeah. It takes five or six guys to get him up and everybody's <laughs> hugging on him and making sure he's okay. And now Travis Kelsey's a full on villain. Yeah. And like Taylor Swift, they shoot to the box and she's slowly backing out. <laughs> 
Have you heard how she gets into some of these boxes? Because some of these stadiums are like old, right? The Arrowhead yeah. Stadium where the Chiefs play is old. There's no secret entrance into these places. So I've heard that they stick her in a popcorn cart. cart. She hides like under the under the bottom with the drape on it and they drive her up there in the cart and she gets out she's so famous that she couldn't walk through even with security she couldn't i cannot believe they put her in a pop that sounds like an i love lucy episode they put her in a popcorn machine and carted her upstairs and then she popped out of it how how else is she gonna get up there without getting mobbed that would get so scary and so overwhelming, wouldn't it? Like to well, have to ride in have, a popcorn cart. <laughs> you have people you trust. Yeah, but I just want to watch you. And what if you're like, I gotta go to the bathroom? Are they like back in the cart? <laughs> like, uh, well, there's ah, probably bathrooms shoot. in the suite. There's probably bathrooms. Yeah, I know, Sean. I obviously. There. But yes, she's got to ride the popcorn cart in and out of the suite. I'm assuming that it there's That's yeah insane. either that or you get mobbed. Hmm. Can you imagine being that level of fame? Like I was well, talking to to Morgan Wallen's guy here recently, and and hmm. he straight up said, "All Morgan wants is to be a regular guy. He can't go to Walmart. He he cannot go." Well, to don't go to Walmart. I mean, listen, you're sh- you're shopping in your demographic. You know what I'm saying? Like if he were going to the Gucci store, no one would know him. They'd be like, "Look at this riffraff off the street," and he could be like one of us. But no, he goes to where he knows. This is like a celebrity going to where they know the paparazzi is going to be so they can get their picture taken. And he's like, I got to go to Walmart. And the guy's like, why don't we just go to Target? And he's like, no, Walmart. And then he's like, I'm getting mobbed. Okay, Morgan. Well, then you got like guys like Jelly Roll that have an unmistakable look. You got tattoos all over yeah. your face. You're 500 pounds. But There's no, he, you can't disguise yourself. They have to he has to be used to people looking at him because even if he weren't a singer, I if he were walking, I'd be like, look at him. He's got doodlies all over his face. And like he he puts himself out there. He's a big personality. So I don't think I don't think that bothers him. I bet he likes that. There's a difference between looked at and being mobbed and people who know people who see famous people don't just look at them. They run up to them with their phones and want selfies and they run up to them with their Sharpies and want yeah. autographs. They run up to them with their boobies. Are you talking about you, Sean? Are you saying you've been mobbed? I, I can still go to Walmart. I'm good. <laughs> Those are our people. I love Walmart. <laughs> yeah, that would be intense and scary and insane. And I just, it's just so perfectly laid out. I just... It's blowing my mind. Again, she wins a Grammy. He wins the thing. And then they kiss at the end and they high five. And they're both winners. They're both ultimately the best of the best in what they do. Mm, That's subjective. Well, okay, you could say it's subjective, but she has had the most successful tour. (laughs) (laughs) Your house falling over. Hey, Murphy. (laughs) I cannot help you right now. It's okay. She stayed home from school because her head hurt. Miraculously, oh. it now feels so much better. Yeah, that's okay. how it usually works out. She she did have one of the most successful tours of all time. And he won the Super Bowl with his team. So if you look at it on paper, they are both the best of the best. And hey, oh, 
Do you know what else they saw at the Super Bowl? Did you see Beyonce? Yeah, she put, she's putting out a country album. Can you even believe that? There's I two just, songs already out. Have you listened to them? Well, no. I, are they good? No. She's an amazing singer, but no, stop it. No. First of all, all right, I'm just going to say it. I don't like how she talks about police officers. And I know that I probably don't have a right to say that because I'm just a middle-aged white woman. <laughs> but uh, I don't like that. And I think that country music people are not very welcoming to that at all. And, no, uh, uh, I agree. I I mean, look, without getting into the politics of the whole thing, look at, look at how Marin Morris has kind of been ousted by country music because he's very vocal about things that most of that audience doesn't believe. And, and that's the thing with country, every other genre, the, if you're crazy and you say crazy things, you get more popular yeah. with country music. It's true. They will cut your ass off, brother. Look at Jimmy Allen. Well, you he can't had- rape. You can't rape. Oh, did in, that in happen? Genre. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know it was rape. I, I didn't know it was that deep. Wait, wait has that been proven? Is he in jail? He, no, there's the the court stuff is all going on. Jeez. Well, yeah. Well, multiple, yeah, multiple women, by the way. What? So, Have yeah. you ever met him? Yeah. I, right, I was going to say. No, this is bad news for me because right before all of these allegations came out, it was only like two months before that. He was on the Carrie Underwood tour and he came to town and Jimmy Allen has been trying to be a bowler lately. And I don't know if you know my Did past. Did you go bowling with my him? My past is in bowling. And so we were at the Carrie Underwood concert and he was like, hey, man, I'm going bowling tomorrow. You want to come? And so I went bowling with him the next day. And we had a great time bowling. And so he's like, what are you doing tonight? I got courtside seats to the nuggets you want to go with me and i was like i i guess i'll ditch my wife and kids so i called shannon i was like hey i'm going to the nuggets game with jimmy allen we're sitting courtside and the funniest part about this whole thing by the way is we had such a great time at bowling he acted like we were best friends and then we get to the nuggets game and you talk about guys that want to be noticed and want to be mobbed he's wearing sparkly jeans i was and a gonna say shirt, this giant hat and he's waving to everybody even when they're not waving to him and he's oh, got a bodyguard geez. and he didn't i was like why did you even invite me to come with you dude because you don't want to be <laughs> seen with me you're he ignoring said, i need me. i need an ugly homeless dude to sit next to me at all times i was and- trying to talk to him during the game and he would just like you know how you're annoyed with somebody you won't even say words or just like shake your head at them i was like what i left early maybe i I finally told him in the third quarter i was like hey dude i gotta go i'll have a good night see ya but i posted all these pictures with him like we were best friends he's my best buddy because the facade of social media right and um then like a month later he's raping people and oh here I am, God. best buddies with Jimmy, okay, so, so I have to go, go out, and I'm like, I'm not best buddies with Jimmy. He's a dick. <laughs> I lied. I lied, everybody. It was just because I was thirsty. I posted all those pictures of us. <laughs> I don't even know the guy. Um, so did you go back and take everything off? No, they're still on there. And and let me, before we get sued this episode, we might get sued. Andy Reid, Jimmy Allen, sorry. Um no, because Jimmy, these, are, these are alleged. These, these are, are all alleged. They're, they're allegations. Jimmy Allen has not been proven guilty in the court of law. Okay. Well, he has been canceled by like country it. music. He has. Yeah, he has. Been. But country music is not one. Like I was saying, pop music, the more crazy you can come out and seem, the better. And they don't do that. And I think we learned that first from what I can remember with the Dixie Chicks. Like that yeah, was they, like they insane because they Gone. were up there amazingly popular winning every award 
And then they said, Natalie Main said that one thing. She said, what did she say? I'm she like, wasn't proud that Bush was be, her president or something. Yeah. yeah she wasn't proud to be like from that. the same country that he was the president. It was something like that. Yeah. And that was it. Like it then they were, that, that was the it. The crazy thing about Natalie Maines, though, and, and I mean, good for her, I guess, if you're strong in your beliefs and you believe the things that you, she has still yet to this day to shut up. She still she is still says, yeah. she, she just goes and goes and goes. And and to her credit, they still have sold out tours. They still go out and tour and they, she Do just they won't sell ever out? Oh yeah. They did a tour two years ago, I think. And it was completely sold out every city. Really? They just won't okay. ever get their stuff played on like mainstream radio, which in this day and age, that's what pays my bills. But you don't have to have it as an artist anymore. It was the end all be all at one point. That's yeah. you had to have radio. That's how you were discovered. That's why artists they, took people out to go bowling right? and then go to basketball games so they could get on the radio. <laughs> well, trust me, they still want the radio. Most of them <laughs> still want the radio, but yeah. you don't have to have it to be successful anymore. So you can say whatever shit you want. You can't rape people, though. It, but the funny thing is, like you said, going back to, to Jimmy Allen and, and other types of music, the, uh, Michael Jackson was alleged of really bad things. And yeah. it, of course, it never got proven by any means, but he didn't get canceled. He's like well, a, he's still like a hero to a lot of people. I know. Did you hear OJ Simpson has prostate cancer? I know I threw a curve at you right there, <laughs> but it just hit me. I. <laughs> I can't stand him. He is such a disgusting human. He's so gross. And you know he did it. But but I bring that up because there are still people who are like, OJ did not do it. And it was a cover up from the white police people. Uh, and I'm so like, what? <laughs> are you kidding? Like, are you blind? This is just insanity. And so when I read that he got cancer, um, I thought, Ooh, ooh, someone's gonna go have to answer to some things. <laughs> Can you imagine being the doctor that's trying to save OJ's life right now? Like, do you legit try to help him, or do you just let, like, hey, we gave you the chemo, but we didn't really give you the chemo? <laughs> you were, you know, when I was washing my hands, I wasn't. It was just water, <laughs> and then I did surgery, and I took a giant dump before. Anyway, Mister Simpson, you'll be fine. I don't know. I mean, that would I'm just saying, oh, God dang it. That karma. I hope he is shitting himself. Well, that's that, that's not even like the most painful death. I feel like a guy like OJ deserves more than just prostate cancer. I don't know. I mean, I think it I, he deserves I, to get run over slowly by a school bus or something. Yeah, but no, that would be slow. That'd be too slow. That that would be. That's too what fast, I'm saying. I mean. No, oh, no, no. Too fast. Being sick, that yeah, he sucks. I hope he has like an awakening, and not some bullshit awakening because he's about to die, but like a real oh my god, I what I did to these families is just unacceptable. Do you think on your deathbed, do you just admit it? Do you finally just say, like I can't, you can't do anything to me now. I'm about to die in 30 seconds, so I'm just gonna lay it all out. This is what happened. I did it. I'm sorry. Bye bye. I don't think he is sorry that he did it. I think that he felt entitled to do it. I don't know how we ended up talking about this. You know, this happened like, how long ago did this happen, Sean? Like 30 years ago or something. I remember I was, I was little, little, but I vaguely remember <laughs> watching the chase, the Bronco yeah. chase. Yeah. And then like, it's just, the whole thing is insane, but I read that and I kind of thought, and I never, I, I never read anything like that and think, oh, good. But I read that and I thought, oh, good. And that's yeah, a terrible thing to say. 
That's it's bad true, juju. It's true, but I get where you're coming from. I, I was speaking of OJ Simpson. I was, I don't even know how it came up. I was Googling something the other day and one of those like extra questions, you know, that other people might ask comes up and yeah. it was, what celebrities have the lowest and the highest IQ? And for whatever reason, I clicked on it. And OJ has one of the lowest IQs in the history of celebrities. It, he's like, he's almost like stu- stupid, like insane, whatever they. I know what you're trying to say here, yeah. Sean. Like he's, he's he's legitimately dumb. He legitimately is slow. He's a slow adult. Yeah. Okay. And I'm we don't trying- make fun of people for that, but OJ. We do we if do. it's OJ. Yeah. <laughs> Really, OJ, nothing is off limits. We will completely talk shit about that guy forever. Tell people real fast because it's almost the end of the episode and and not everyone knows your history with OJ and, and what's happened. Oh, oh I don't you make it sound like we dated. We have no yeah, history. You escaped that. Thank goodness you got out of that relationship <laughs> before he got you. <laughs> Thank you, God. Um no, we uh I don't even know OJ, but I just (laughs) shut up. I don't know how I got started on this, but when Twitter got was going, I would tweet him and it would be the dumbest stuff. Like, I hope it's windy where you're at and the car door slams on your wiener. And it was just (laughs) it's just so dumb. And then one day I got blocked. He dropped me and he blocked me, which is a bitch move and so what i did was i created another account (laughs) which i don't know if you know this takes a long time to create a whole nother email a whole nother so here i go i should be learning another language but i come up with a brand new twitter and i log in and then i go for the jugular again (laughs) then beep blocks me and I'm like, uh, you son of a, I think I have eight Twitter accounts. Because all blocked. I have, all blocked. And I never went back to them. They're dead. They're like dummy accounts. They're dead to me. Because <laughs> now OJ says, no, Dolly Lover 38. <laughs> Not again. Oh, my God. Um, Let's wrap it up. This is episode 13 of Sadie Has No Friends. You can find it anywhere. Well, I don't know why I'm telling you where to find it if you're listening to it. But if you are listening, be sure to click on the automatic download, which Sean thought I was making up. But subscribe or automatic download. And uh, what else? Am I forgetting anything? Yeah, you didn't even shout out Dairy Queen today. I'm hoping to get free cakes on this show eventually. And we were like five for five. So we might as well make it six for six. Dairy Queen, how you doing? Uh, Also, I didn't mention the podcast presidential. Very good. (laughs) That's true. No poop, no dead bodies today. Man, we are. We're getting in our groove. I know. Yes, we are. All right. We'll talk to you again soon.